0: Good morning, can we, okay, I'll I'll, uh, wing it with the light. Living an elevated life, this subject is not innovative, groundbreaking stuff. I'm sure you've all heard a message on it before. I think the reason why this subject is preached so much is because the way we live our life is a direct reflection of our relationship with our Heavenly Father, How can we have a right relationship with God if we don't live an elevated life? God made us so we can be with him. We all know the story of Adam and Eve uh, hiding from God in the garden. After they ate from the forbidden tree, causing that separation from him. Brothers and sisters, he's given us a way back to a wonderful relationship with him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your mighty word and the amazing promises you have made for us. Father, we draw on the power and comfort they provide, which allows us a way back to your side. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for more of your strength and wisdom to guide us in these turbulent waters. Holy Spirit, come. Fill our hearts and minds with your leadership. Have your way in us always. In Jesus' precious name, amen. I think we can all agree to live a comfortable life, we need God, family, and money. God and family are the most important part of life, but it is so much more comfortable when we have the wealth to enjoy what life has to offer. When we talk about wealth, most people think of monetary wealth. We all know how to gain monetary wealth. We get a job, we work hard, save money when we can. Today I want to answer the question, how do I gain spiritual wealth? I think gaining spiritual wealth is not much different than the monetary wealth. Volunteer for a job in the church, work hard, save glory to give to God for giving you the talent, success, and growth in your faith serving the church. The major difference between monetary and spiritual wealth is where the wealth comes from. Monetary wealth comes from one place, the temporary world which we have lived in. Our spiritual wealth comes from three eternal people. Our Father, by our adoption into His kingdom. The Son, by releasing us from our sin with the payment of His cleansing blood. And the Holy Spirit, given to us by God to fill our hearts. To be with us always. Leading and guiding us to live that elevated life. That is what spiritual life means. That deserves an amen. 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 It's okay to get a little rowdy in God's house. We are Pentecostals. Thank you. <laughs> I got someone. <clears throat> okay, with monetary wealth, we gain the temporary things of this world cars, houses, boats, and last week, a lot of motorcycles. The things we enjoy in our life, which is perfectly fine, we all need a recreational experience. I've been on a few fishing trips. I enjoy being in the outdoors. I have a car, I I have a house, but when it it becomes a distraction from gaining more spiritual wealth through development of an intimate relationship with God, it can make living an elevated life more complicated. When there is a conflict between enjoying our monetary wealth rather than pursuing spiritual wealth. It will make it harder to live our life because you will not have the wonderful feeling of Jesus walking with you. The Bible tells us that we can't serve two masters. Spiritual wealth is way cheaper than cars, houses, boats, motorcycles. Let's open God's word. Uh, I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Isaiah chapter 55, verses 1 and 2. Verse 1 and 55. Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, Come take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does, that does, does you no good? Listen, and I'll tell you where to get food that is good for the soul. Brothers and sisters, it it is an essential prerequisite for salvation is a spiritual hunger and thirst for forgiveness and for a right relationship with God. It all boils down to one word, priorities. Where do our priorities lie? Are they with monetary wealth or spiritual wealth? Find the right balance between them, and it is a win-win. Thank you. Whoever brought this water. Okay, let's uh, let's turn to uh, John chapter four, which John chapter four. We're going to start at at, uh, verse 10 and read to uh, 15. Our context here is the woman at the well who's having an interaction with Jesus. Jesus is thirsty and he's on on a journey. Verse 10, Jesus replied, If you only knew the gift God has for you and who I am... You would ask me, and I would give you living water. But sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket, she said. And this is a very deep well. Where would you get this living water? Verse 12. And besides, you, uh, are you greater than our ancestor Jacob, who gave us this well? How can you offer better water than he and his sons, And his cattle enjoyed. Jesus replied, It's so true. People soon become thirsty again after drinking this water. But the water I give you takes away thirst altogether, it becomes a perpetual spring within them, giving them eternal life. The water given to us by our relationship with Jesus means spiritual life. With it, we can live an elevated life. The act of drinking the water is not a momentary act. It is a progressive throughout our whole life. We need to drink what Jesus offers us daily to give us the strength to sustain us while we pass through this temporary world. I guarantee you monetary wealth will not provide the same peace and comfort because it's temporary and God is eternal. And his presence in our life is given to us free of charge. All we have to do is drink from the well. That's a good place for a hallelujah. Hallelujah! We have to have to drink from the well. I made the statement earlier that our spiritual wealth comes from the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I didn't give you a biblical reference. So please turn to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through uh, 14. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 14. The Father... How we praise God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we belong to Christ. Long ago, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy without fault in his eyes. His unchanging plan has always been to adopt us into his own family. By bringing us to him through Jesus Christ. And this gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the wonderful kindness he has poured out on us because we belong to his dearly loved Son. The Son. Now, well, let, let me back, backtrack. During the verses 3 through 6, which we just read, God elects us to be saints. Through this adoption, we have a union with Christ, and this relationship is the most important thing in our Christian experience on this earth and in the kingdom. Okay, let's uh, continue on with the sun. That's in the way. Verse 7, the Son. He is so rich in kindness that He purchased our freedom through the blood of His Son. And our sins are forgiven. He has showered His kindness on us along with the wisdom and understanding. God's secret plan has now been revealed to us It's the plan centered on Christ, designed long ago, according to His good pleasure. And this is His plan. At the right time, He will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. Everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because of Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us from the beginning, and all things happened just as decided long ago. Redemption. Being released from our sin by the payment of our precious Jesus. Made through his cleansing blood. His completed work on the cross save us from the penalty of death. Amen? Verse 13, the Holy Spirit. And now you also have heard the truth, the good news, that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, He identified you as His own by giving you the Holy Spirit whom He promised long ago the Spirit is God's guarantee that He will give us everything He promised and that He has purchased us to be His own people. This is just one more reason for us to praise our glorious God. Praise God right now. Hallelujah. <clears throat> God has given us His Spirit as the down payment to assure us that we will experience our full potential when we arrive in heaven. When we let the Holy Spirit lead us through our lives, we receive God's blessings. Logical question, what are some examples of God's blessings? The joys of salvation and healing God's protection and presence in our life, God's help in troubles through answered prayers and fasting, the lifting of oppression and darkness, God's guidance and His strength and fruitfulness, and God's infallible and inspired scripture, which we have to read daily so we will know our Father. Brothers and sisters, drink from that well deeply every day. It will help you live the elevated life. With the Holy Spirit leading us to please God, we can be confident in our relationship with Him, not hiding behind the bushes, That's how we gain spiritual wealth. Through our intimate relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It will allow us to strengthen our church and build God's kingdom on earth. And you can use your spiritual wealth anytime you need it. Oh, and and one more thing. It'll never run out. If I had a football right now, I'd spike it because that's a spectacular promise. Amen? Yes, sir. Another obvious question. How do I live an elevated life? The answer is not complicated, difficult, or impossible, even with the fallen state of man and God's creation. God gave us the only possible way. A life that is pleasing to him and to restore his wonderful creation. That is to follow the examples of how Jesus led his life. To do this, we need help. Brothers and sisters, that's where the Holy Spirit comes into our life. He will lead and guide us in everything. We just have to let him. Thank you, Heavenly Father. However, we have to spend some spiritual wealth so we can take action. We have to quiet our lives in order to hear the Spirit's wisdom and guidance. God's Word tells us every time we pray, He hears us and Jesus intercedes for us. The Holy Spirit will give us the words to speak. It's called praying in the Spirit. Remember that this communication is two ways. We have to pray to him, then we have to listen to what he's telling us. By spending your spiritual wealth, we purchase the courage and desire to act on what he may say concerning our situation, even if it's not what we wanted to hear. God does answer our prayers, even no is an answer. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven comes to mind right now. Spend your spiritual wealth on this process and it will work for you every time. You can take that to the bank. I got that line from a, an old TV show uh, that I used to like, Beretta. Anybody hear of that? Okay. All right. <sighs> All the things I've said today is easy to say, but harder to put into practice. Even though we have a perfect helper. We have to live in this falling and awful world. This truth is written in Romans chapter 8, verse 21 through 23. Let's let's roll there real quick. Romans chapter 8. Verses 21 through 23. For we know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. And even we Christians, although we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory, also groan to be released from pain and suffering. We too wait anxiously for that day when God will give us our full rights as his children, including our new bodies, which he promised in us. Amen? We have real sickness and hardships and an enemy who knows exactly where and when to hit us. Brothers and sisters, that enemy has been defeated by the completed work of Jesus on the cross. He has no power over God's children, which is us. The enemy is not invincible. If you're hurting or experiencing bad things, spend your spiritual wealth, which you have saved, for that rainy day. If you choose to spend your monetary wealth to make you happy, you may be happy for a minute. But if you choose to use your spiritual wealth, it'll make you happy forever. Amen? I want to make another comparison between spiritual wealth and monetary wealth. What happens when you run out of monetary wealth? But you have to have that new item you've wanted for a long time. You can just borrow the money from a bank or credit union or even a family member. The problem with that reasoning is you have to pay it back, which in some cases can take years. I personally fell into that situation. I had a car payment, a house payment, I had to make each month. Taking my monetary wealth so I I had to work to make more money. It's a fact of life in the world we live in. On the other hand, we have spiritual wealth that is given freely and abundantly to all believers who have received and are committed to a life of serving our Lord Jesus Christ. I'll say it again. We can't serve two masters. Fred, can you uh, start some music, please? The promises given to us by God in the Old Testament and in the New Testament are just as applicable to the 21st century church Broomfield Assembly of God. God's word is eternal, so our spiritual wealth is eternal. You will never run out of spiritual wealth, but you do have to work hard to gain it by attending and supporting your church. The activities and committing yourself to living an elevated life. It's not rocket science. We all have help. We all have the the help we need. Removing roadblocks in your life, preventing you from gaining more spiritual wealth. But all you have to do is ask for it. God's Word tells us that if we lack wisdom, pray to Him, and He will answer you freely. Not resent you for asking, but you better be prepared for His answer and commit yourself to it. Amen? Holy Spirit, come. Spirit, Jesus. I want to focus on communicating with God right now. Please bow your heads with me. Jesus. Concentrate on your access to God. Pray to Him in your own words or in your heavenly language. Cry out to Him and He will hear you. Let's go ahead and do that. Heavenly Father, Jesus. Ask Him for help living an elevated life. Father, help us. In Jesus' name, we pray to You. Help us. Now let's take a minute to listen to what he's telling you at this moment. Jesus, hear our prayers. If you have not given your life to God, you can do it now. Or you may just need a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit. Don't hesitate any longer. Spend some of your spiritual wealth right now. Come forward if if you like. The altars are open. We'll uh, pray with you. Don't hesitate. God is here for you. Your church family is here to encourage you. Now is your perfect opportunity. If uh, you don't feel comfortable coming forward, simply come uh, Raise your hand and, uh, and, and we'll go over there to where you're sitting in place and we'll pray for you. Any uh, needs that we haven't been prayed for, just raise your hand and we'll pray for you. Pray with you. Listen to the Holy Spirit. You got Wendy, um, Ellen and, and Paul, and, and can our church family gather around Wendy right now, please? While she's praying, is, is there um, anybody else that needs prayer? This is where the rubber meets the road. Right here. Prayer with your church family. Heavenly Father, I I just thank you. Uh, Please continue praying. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your presence here today. You know our hearts. Help us live the life you want us, you want for us. Go with each one of us. Lead and guide us in everything we do. And Lord, Lord, let us be a reflection of your truth in our life. In Jesus' wonderful wonderful and precious name. Amen. Amen. Um, I want to thank Pastor Aaron if uh, you're watching. Maybe later. I appreciate the opportunity. It's been awesome. Thank you for uh, for being here today. Okay. that <laughs> That is the service. Yeah, That's right. thank you. That's right. Yep. Thanks, for appreciate your time. Mm.